Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of Cosmic Corner. Um, This week I speak to Laura Agar-Wilson, who is an amazing uh, business coach and the owner of Wholeheartedly Laura. Um, It's a really nice episode. We speak about body image, um, how difficult it is to love our bodies sometimes, and that's also okay. And we also talk about, you know, how we... um, how Laura helps women move away from that nine to five and really create a lifestyle that works for them. So enjoy. So Laura, tell me more about the work that you do. So I am a business mentor, um, a course creator and designer, um, and I work with um, predominantly women who are starting and growing a coaching business themselves. Um, So I do a lots of different kind of work around that so I help people through like I say one-to-one mentoring services and um, I help people set up websites and create brands when they're getting started um, and just all sorts of like great things to do with helping people grow businesses basically. And um, what is what do you love most about what you do? So I really love the, I mean, I love the women that I work with, basically. They're all just fantastic. And I think what I really enjoy about it is that it's around... So the way that I work with people is around helping them create a business that is going to give them more time for the things that they love. Um, and often that is, like, actually the things that they love in business as well, so doing the kind of work that they enjoy doing, um, but also kind of having time for the stuff outside of the business that they really... that, that, that they want to have time and, and having a life look the way that they want their life to look and to to be able to live really intentionally so I really enjoy the fact that I'm able to help other people do that with their businesses and kind of structure them in a way where that's the priority really is that it gets to you know it gives them that because that was something that was so important for me when I started my business you know I've got two kids and I wanted something that was going to be flexible around them and um, it's really rewarding getting to do that and help other women achieve the same thing. Yeah, that sounds very, um, yeah, just very rewarding to see someone like build a business, start a business that's really to the lifestyle that they want to lead. Um, And it it makes me wonder how you got into coaching. Like there is, is there a story of your own healing um, of your own path into, um, into business coaching? Yeah, definitely. So I actually started off as a health coach. So way back in 2010 um, I started a blog and it was all around health and well-being so I'd been on my own kind of health and well-being journey I'd always struggled with my weight and body image and um, I was kind of on like a weight loss journey and I started a blog and then that kind of very quickly kind of started to shift from the weight loss side of things more to kind of the self-care and the body acceptance kind of side of things as well I trained to become a health coach um, and I had a you know my health coaching business was really successful and um, ran for a number of years and, and I think through that business being successful what started to happen was other health coaches started to ask me for advice and support um, which was lovely and then I started kind of doing a bit more of the business side of things and it was really nice because for like before I did any health coaching or blogging um I was supporting social enterprise set up so I was I was kind of doing some business development business support work in my old like employee job um and I also have a degree in art and design so like like the the web design and the brand and design and all that kind of creative stuff is so up my street 
and it was really lovely to get to, to do that kind of work with people. And what I found was I was kind of doing both. So I was doing a bit of health coaching stuff and I was also doing the, um, the business mentoring and everything as well. And what I found was that when I had my daughter at the very, very start of 2020, um, well, actually, that was the very, very end of 2019, it was like the 30th of December. She was like right in there before pandemic, <laughs> before the pandemic kicked off. Um, I decided that I needed to make a decision about which one I was going to focus on. And I decided that where my passion really lies now is, is actually helping women set up these coaching businesses and, and just knowing the amount of impact that I can have. And I feel like my impact in the world through helping other people because obviously they're having the kind of life that they want and you know and having the flexibility that they want and then in turn they're helping other people through their coaching so it just feels like a really lovely place to be um and it's just really nice to be able to help people along a similar kind of journey that I've had as well yeah and also just it 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 really um I really identify with the um body image and body Mm -hmm. acceptance stuff I think probably most women do um yeah and is that something that you feel that is like a continuing journey for you oh definitely definitely I mean it's been um you know I've had two babies like since Mm. the whole like weight loss thing and and, I mean I had like a very very disordered relationship with food um in like the first kind of couple of years of blogging and and, in the and dare I say the blogging actually exacerbated that quite a bit at the time Mm. um you know that the blogging scene was very very different like 2010 2011 um and looking back I can kind of really see that it wasn't it wasn't very beneficial for me at, at that time in terms of um the like how obsessed I became with food and things like that but from the other side I can really see what a journey I've been on and and, and the point that I'm at now is I mean it is and I think it's ongoing for every woman isn't it oh, I think definitely. you know as, as you get older and stuff and I think it's just like this kind of acceptance of mm. that this is kind of that this is the body that I have mm. and I'm never going to be like back to where I was before like when I was very very when I'd lost a lot of weight because it was extremely disordered but I also don't have the time because I've got two children like I could never kind of go back to that and I think part of it is just accepting that and mm-hmm. and just being okay that this is just kind of what my body wants to be like I, like it hasn't you know I was t- t- talking to a friend and like like my dress size hasn't shifted in like probably about four years mm-hmm. it's just like is what like it just kind of like goes back to this place constantly mm-hmm. And it just seems to be quite happy here. So it's accepting that and then and knowing that that's not necessarily the ideal of what society would want it to be, but but that's okay. And it's my body and, you know, I've got more important things to do than stress over it's so like true, what it looks though, like. It's the same for me. Like I can look back at, I haven't had children, but I can look back at my 20s and be like, oh, yeah. God, that size. And and some days it's really hard to accept that it my body's changed and like my body will change again and like our bodies are always yeah. changing. So it's a re- I think it's really difficult for women to accept that because we're we've put we are ha- do have so much pressure on ourselves like mm-hmm. society about what is beautiful or mm-hmm. what's attractive or what's ideal. So yeah, it's really kind of trying to not buy into that. But yeah, I think like you said, I think most women. Um, really do 
do struggle with uh, body image and mm-hmm. and kind of loving the body that you're in. And I think also it's important to be like, some days I'm going to love my body more than I do on other days. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think sometimes one of the biggest things, you, you know, for, funny enough, I was writing a blog post yesterday about comparison. Um, and what, what I, when I was a health coach, I used to pull people, like, like, you know, kind of point out to people that often the comparison is with a previous version of ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just as much as it can be with other people. And, um, and, you know, and as we get older, like, it's not realistic, I think, to expect that our bodies are going to stay the same. No. Um, and it's, and it's kind of like having that acceptance of change, I think is really difficult sometimes. Oh yeah, massively. I mean, I just, it's really difficult to, to, um, you know, it's not, I don't think it's a linear process, is it? Sometimes no, it's yeah. up and down and, you know, maybe the next generation of women won't feel it as much as we I do, do. hope so. Yes. Yeah, because I feel like as well, she have a daughter, like if I had I'd, a daughter, yeah. I'd think, God, I really hope that she doesn't experience what I did. Oh, I know, yeah. So, um, just in the whole wider world as well. So, you know, it would be nice if it would start to shift. I think it is shifting a bit, but it just, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of work <laughs> it is I know it, there's a lot of like patriarchal diet oh culture God, stuff that yeah. needs to be unpacked and got rid of and everything but yeah having a little girl it's really it's it's definitely something that plays on my mind quite a bit yeah yeah no I mean hopefully it will be dismantled and changed yes yes <laughs> yes um and so I know that you I mean you've touched on like um why you know help the that you what you love most about the work that you do is helping other women to build to build um the business that they love and I wondered I mean you've you've said as well I suppose as well having a little girl that helping women transform their lives in terms of creating a business that's to their lifestyle um how does that like is that must be quite important to you as a as a coach yeah definitely I think I think I think so much of how society is structured is set up for women to fail. Mm. Um, I think this kind of like this, you know, working five days, like full time Mm. and then having children and then having like all the life admin and all the stuff to do at home. And like, it's not like, it's not set up for us to thrive at all. It really isn't. I mean, yes, there's like some wonderful things about modern society, but this really isn't one of them. I mean, to be fair, you could argue it's not really set up for men to thrive either. Like, mm-hmm. how are we supposed to fit in, like, planning meals and oh, eating healthily and, yeah. and, and <laughs> exercise and, like, and everything, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel that this is a real, and, and I, one of the, this really came out for me. So at the, at the, towards the end of 2019, I released a, um, an online program called wholehearted and this is kind of where I kind of and I was I was talking to, talking to someone else about this earlier and I was saying like I felt like that program was like that was that was my my message to the world in terms of like the well-being and self-care stuff and I felt like I was kind of done once I'd done that program but it really is about it is really is about that and because I think if we and I, and I know it's really difficult because not everyone is, is obviously in a position to start a coaching business. Um, and, you know, I recognise like the privilege that some of us have to be able to do that. But I think it's, if I can help women kind of take some control over, over that and actually really like create a way of working that is going to allow them to have more time for themselves and have time for what's important and have time to thrive and have time with the kids and things like that then it's I think it's really a wonderful thing to be able to do to help people have it because 
like I said, the, the way modern society is set up is not is really, really difficult, I think, for, for women. Um, yeah. And obviously it doesn't have to be a coaching business. It can be mm. all sorts of different things that you can do, you know, different ways you can choose to to change like how you approach life and things like that. But I think for obviously for the women who are helped, I think coaching businesses are a really amazing way to do that and to have an impact in the world through helping other people. Mm. Um, it's really like, you know, it's really fulfilling for them. Um, so I, th- I think it's really important because like I say, it, it is very, very hard to to manage to do all those things that we feel yeah. that we want, that, that not just that we feel that we need to, but that we actually need to do to kind of feel mm. well and taken care of and stuff. So yeah, yeah, capitalism doesn't seem to like actually leave any unless you do have your own business but it's that kind of working for someone else um mm-hmm. the, the like draconian life like that I mean I, I suppose COVID's broken a lot of that down but then yeah mm-hmm. it's it's, it's a, it, I wonder how it's going to like shift back um and it probably has probably changed maybe yeah. hopefully for, for like forever in a way because I think five days a week in an office when you have especially if you have children young children mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I don't know how people do it yeah um and I think what drew me to you actually was I just this just came into my head was you had you wrote an article or something about mindset and about how not everything is about mindset like some things oh yes <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to wonder if you could because that really like that really helped me because I was thinking god I'm just not in the right mindset about something I really mm-hmm. had a lot of resistance around doing in my business mm-hmm. um but actually I realized that actually it's something I just don't feel it doesn't feel like it's authentic to me to do that mm-hmm. yeah no that, that's uh, and that's it essentially I think what so sometimes I think well what if I kind of find with myself and and, it, and this might be kind of like a bit of internalized like capitalism I suppose or something but is that it's very easy like a lot of kind of like business gurus and people will automatically say well if you don't increase your prices that's because you've got a mindset block or if you don't mm. want to do this kind of like direct selling that's because you've got a mindset block and if you don't want to like do like this kind of thing it's and and it's such a a lazy way of like mm. approach I think and and, it, and and it's very shameful and it puts like it puts rather than like trying to find a different strategy it, it, it kind of says you're broken do you know what I mean it kind of says to the person you're broken your mindset isn't work isn't working yeah. right therefore like you're broken and that really that really gets my back up mm. so and, and, and often what I think it actually is it's not always I mean sometimes yes like it's a, a legit a mindset thing and I do work on my own mindset and I'm always trying to like have that awareness but I think what sometimes it is it's more of an, an alignment thing mm. sometimes I think we resist stuff because it's just not aligned with who we are or how we want to see the world and I think that that needs to be okay as well or it's not aligned with our version of success that we want to achieve and um you know and all that kind of stuff so I think it's a really interesting thing to ask ourselves sometimes is you know and I mean you can apply this to lots of different things in terms of like when sometimes we feel that we're being labeled as being wrong like are we actually wrong is it not just is it not the the label itself or the person who's pointing the finger who's wrong Mm. (laughs) wrong than that than that so true though isn't it it's so shaming to just be like there's something wrong if you can't step into this particular you know side of your business without feeling actually I really don't want to like there's a real resistance there rather than whether it's a like alignment thing or whether it's actually something you just don't want to do it doesn't feel authentic to you so yeah, yeah definitely yeah really interesting it's a, it's a and you can almost get the feel for those the 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 businesses that do 
come across as really authentic and the ones that that don't like immediately you, you kind of pick up on that vibe um which is interesting because <laughs> I don't know why but it just comes through I'm like oh no this doesn't feel good <laughs> um yeah definitely and I think that's your intuition isn't it sometimes yeah, yeah. getting involved intuition so I know that it, your business is called Wholeheartedly Laura mm -hmm. and I wondered what wholeheartedly means to you so it's it's a bit of a slightly interesting story so um I used to be wholeheartedly healthy when I was a health coach and I kind of picked the wholehearted just because it felt like a really lovely like term and it and it, and it was, didn't have like a big meaning behind it it just felt like a really nice term and then a little while later I came across the work of Brené Brown um and she talks about wholehearted living and about oh, um her. yeah <laughs> yeah she's amazing isn't she and I was like oh there was like that was definitely like a kind of you know I picked that word for the right reason um when I started to read her stuff so I really love her work around wholehearted living and you know um and being fun you know being vulnerable and all that kind of all of her work I think around wholehearted is 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 really wonderful and that really resonates with the with the term and why I've kept it going forward as well um but for me kind of when it comes to like the business stuff I think the the way that I look at it is like for me the opposite of being wholehearted is kind of being a bit half-arsed <laughs> and I think it's almost like sometimes what we do with business is, is like we kind of we kind of half ask being ourselves or we kind of don't like you, you know we kind of don't allow our full selves and our full needs and our full you know our whole selves be part of our businesses or, or show up in our businesses or, or get their needs met mm -hmm. and I think being wholehearted in business is about is about bringing your whole self to the party really and not just in a way of like oh I'm going to be authentic and I'm going to share who I really am and I'm not going to put up any pretenses and all that kind of stuff but it's also saying well you know actually I need to just work three days a week and I need to figure out how I'm going to make that work because I've got like I've got you know um health needs or I've got kids and it's or it might be you know saying um well this is the work that I really enjoy and not being like being okay with that, that that you know that's the kind of work that you enjoy and being able to build your business around that and actually just bringing the whole of you yeah into your business and and not and not kind of thinking because I think this is the thing sometimes we think well we have to you know there's lots of like business rules I think that sometimes don't really facilitate allowing our whole selves to be part of the picture mm -hmm. um and I think the difficulty, like again, and this is particularly you know, the people who I work with who tend to be women, who don't have like a big team behind them in the business. You know, I mean, it's it's usually just themselves and perhaps a little bit of outsourced support. Um, and I don't think it's helpful, a helpful approach to not look at the whole person and the whole needs and to be able to show up wholeheartedly as yourself. And, you know, I think it's really useful to kind of think about that and how you can bring yourself into the you know into the the whole picture um and actually just as I'm saying it as well it's something that I'm kind of working on at the moment is is how we kind of bring all the different elements of business together because what I found is that a lot of people talk about business in like little silos so because there's such this is such a thing about being like about niching isn't there so there's this big thing where you have to have like a really narrow niche so what you tend to get is like oh well this person's going to talk about instagram and this mm -hmm. person's going to talk about email lists and this person's going to talk about you know getting more clients and and i think sometimes it's nice to kind of like i like talking to people who i can talk to about the business as a whole and like mm -hmm. how the business kind of comes together and is structured and that's kind of another part of it I suppose is, is the whole the whole thing <laughs> I guess 
Yeah, it's so like, I just looked at what the quote was for Brené Brown as well. And mm -hmm. it means wholehearted living is about engaging with our lives from a place of worthiness. So even when mm -hmm. you're talking about the business, it's like, it's also as well, like, it's really, I think you have to be in that place to be able to start your own business as well, mm -hmm. to have that real, yeah. um, you know, and not to say that it's all perfect. Like you never have a doubt. Um, Cause I certainly have experienced huge doubt, but like I've, mm -hmm. I've meant, I've kind of had the courage to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, everyone has like business bubbles. I think yeah. everyone does. And I think sometimes when you are having them, it can make you feel quite alone and and like I mean I mean I've had times when I've just thought like should I just pack this all in and mm. find a job and you know is this even working and like and and I think no matter what level what like what stage of business you're at I think everyone has those and you're absolutely right I think there's that thing where you kind of you, you know you work through that and then you come out the other side and yeah. and carry on I think I think is is part of it definitely um, and how does this value like wholehearted like in does it how does it show up in the way that you coach like in your business the I mean in terms of like how I work with people I think part of what I do is always about making sure that it's centered like it's kind of person-centered so it's around when I am um, and I mean I tend to kind of do more of a mentoring style and a coaching style of work so it's a bit more directive it's a bit more kind of like laying stuff out for people mm -hmm. and asking people reflective questions and things um so what that kind of looks like for me in terms of that person-centeredness is just making sure that the, the the things that I'm suggesting or you know the the next steps or the strategies or you know the the conversations that we're having are centering that person and their needs and what they want to thrive and all of that kind of stuff it's not just kind of like giving them suggestions or strategies that have got no relevance to who they are as yeah. a person and what they actually want to get out of the business um and it's also, you know, a lot of it is around supporting people to show up as the wholesales in the business, because often we can feel like we need to fit a certain mold to be successful. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and that's not very helpful either. And I really believe in, in you know, and being your full self, obviously, and, um, and that that's actually quite magical when we when we actually show up like all, all the things that we sometimes feel are not good enough about ourselves are actually the things that really attract people towards us mm, um yeah, and I think, so and I think yeah. yeah and I think sometimes we just need a bit of confidence to to kind of let that show and I mean even like on a smaller scale you know sometimes it's that kind of like you write a, you write something that you're going to share on social media and then you don't post it because you kind of second guess yourself and I think it, it's kind of like having the you know supporting people to be able to kind of push through that a little bit I mean sometimes that's you know it's an in, in, like an intuitive thing that's stopping you and it's always worth kind of examining that but often it's just this like is this good enough are people going to judge me mm, yeah. Yeah. um and it's really interesting and often it's those posts I mean it's funny I posted something last night and um on Instagram and it was a bit about consistency um and about how like how can we actually rethink about consistency and the, the whole mm. approach of being consistent in business is often driven by people who don't have like all of the stuff that we have to deal with as women you know as mothers and all that kind of stuff and I felt a little bit it just felt a bit like I don't know it just felt a little bit weird to post it I just had that like little thing where I was like oh is this a bit yeah, a bit I get that. It is. yeah is it gonna is it gonna get someone coming back and saying something about you, you know are someone gonna challenge this mm. um, and it actually it was it's been like you know I've had loads of comments on it and and people are resonating with it so 
it's often yeah it's kind of it's it's dancing around that place do you know what I mean and kind of finding your way through those feelings I think um, yeah, and support and and, and, and and I'd like to support people mm. yeah supporting people through that is really important I think um yeah and lastly if there's one piece of advice that you would impart on the audience what would it be oh that's a good one um I would say with with regards to business stuff kind of would it be that yeah I think yeah like, like maybe starting <clears throat> your own business or like moving out of the nine to five I think it would be oh that is such a good question <laughs> I'm having to think of what the no, best that's okay. would be. <laughs> I, I think I think it would be something around and I feel like I'm saying like I'm not just saying this because I'm a coach but I would I would say get some support like like find other people and, and this could be paid support it can be just finding like a business buddy of someone but I think getting some support mm. because it's if you haven't and I mean, I can definitely say this from experience. I think if you, most of us, when we get into a coaching business or starting a business, we haven't done it before. We don't have like any entrepreneurial experience or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it can be like, it's a massively new thing. It can be a big learning curve. And I think having some people around you who understand it, um, because, you know, if you're in a family or in a relationship or in a situation where you don't really have any friends or family or, you know, who have started their own business, like they're just not going to get it and they're not the right people to get advice from. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I can like actually get an advice from those people can actually send like, keep, like hold you back or send you down the wrong mm-hmm. avenue. Tailspin, yeah. Yeah. So I think either like finding a person to work with or a community to be in or just simply finding someone where you have like an arrangement where you just you know you support each other and, and, and it's like yeah yeah that kind of thing I think it's just so beneficial mm-hmm. um like when I started when I trained as a health coach I like linked up with some other people who were doing the health coach training at the same time and that was really nice to have to have them there and then as my business grew I started to join programs and work with coaches and stuff and it does just help um you know there's a reason why why we exist as business coaches and things and it's it is because it, it is it can be helpful but it doesn't always have to be like a really expensive one-to-one program there's lots of different ways you can get that support um it's just finding a way to access it that's right for you I think but it really does make a difference because like you see you know when you get those business wobbles it can be so good to have someone to, to talk through them oh, massively with, yeah um and to and to just kind of like have someone who's going to help you know what your next steps are because we're not born knowing how to how to build a business like it's not like an innate knowing that we have like like some things I think especially around coaching like coaching is great for helping us like come up with solutions and stuff that are like innate like it's stuff that we kind of know somewhere deep down in our bodies whereas business is something that we're not born knowing like the strategy of how to do stuff or like you know or what works or what doesn't and all that kind of stuff we don't really know that so getting that support I think that would be my that would be my top tip a bit of advice yeah that sounds, that's amazing yeah just having that someone is a yeah like that kind of it's support isn't it I can't think of another word um which yeah. you need when you're starting starting out because it's really terrifying um <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you so much Laura for being on the podcast it was so nice to chat with you oh it was been lovely to chat to chat you too thank you As always, guys, if anything resonated with you, please come and visit my website um, and also come and find me on Instagram where you can probably find my website a lot easier and just find out how I work and what I do. Um, And I'll be back next week. Thanks, guys.